Pesachim Per Gimel Mishnah Chetz. The previous Mishnah we discussed about the case of a person who's traveling, you know, which, should they go home and destroy the Chametz. Now the next Mishnah deals with a similar situation, but one that's nothing to do with Chametz, rather it's talking about Kochim Kalim, okay, which are offerings of lesser holiness. You've got two types of, of offerings, Kodashim Kodashim, Holy offering, most holy offerings, and kodashim kalim offerings of lesser holiness. So the kodashim 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 must be eaten in the Beit Hamikdash courtyard. Kodashim kalim can be eaten anywhere in Yerushalayim. Okay, now the meat of kodashim kalim must be eaten in Yerushalayim. If it's taken outside the city, it's disqualified, and one must bring it back to Yerushalayim and burn it there. The Mishnah considers when this obligation to bring it back applies, and when it does not. So similarly, if one left Yerushalayim, and remember that they got sacred meat with them. The law is as follows: Im sofim, if they passed har sofim which is the name of a village. It's the furthest point outside Yerushalayim from where you could see the Beth HaMikdash. Sorfobim Koma, you burn it where it is, because you travel that far, you didn't have to go back. Vimlav, if they've not yet passed Sofim, Chazer they must return to Yerushalayim, and, and they must burn it before the Bira, with the wood of the Ma'aracha, the, the pyre. Okay, so the Bira was a specific place on Harabayit that was designated for the burning of Kodashim Kalim. Um... There's a different opinion that that was Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Rish Lakish says it refers to an entire area associated with the, with the Beth Hamikdash, including the the Har Habayit. Okay, so that that that's that's what happens. If you reach Sofim, you don't need to go back. If you haven't, you should go back. Now we've ruled that in certain situations, the traveler must return to destroy the forbidden item, whether it's Chametz or, or, or Kodashim. But they must. They do not need to return unless the substance has a certain minimum size. How much chametz does a person have to go back for? Rabbi Meir says, In both these cases, both chametz and kodashim, they return for a kabitzah, an egg volume. So if it's less than this amount, they do not need to return. And when it comes to chametz, they just nullify it. And if it's uh, meat, they just burn it where it is. Rabbi Huda Omer, Zeh Vizeh Bakazayat. In both these cases, they return for Kazayat. Vachamim Amrim, Basar Kodesh Bakazayat. When it comes to Kodesh, you return for Kazayat. Vachametz Bakabetsa. When it comes to Chametz, it's a Kabetsa. Perek Dalet. So Perek Dalet begins, we're going to start talking about the laws of regarding, of doing work on Erev Pesach. As we're going to see in the first Mishnah, whether or not one can work is a matter of local custom, it's not halakha. And we're going to see that, you know, we're going to discuss several other customs observed in some communities, some of them related to Pesach, some of them not related to Pesach. There is an obligation to keep the customs received from our ancestors. There's a pasuk, Shema Beni Musaravicha Hear my child the discipline of your father and do not forsake the teaching of your mother. And Rav Shari Raga'on adds that it should all, can also be inferred from the Pasuk, You shall not move your neighbor's border, which the early ones marked out. So he takes it to mean not only literally, but also as a warning not to take the customs established by our ancestors, the early ones. So Perek, Dalai Mishnah Aleph, we're going to begin with the custom of some communities not to perform work on Erev Pesach before midday. In a place where people would follow the custom not to perform work, sorry, sorry, to perform work on Erev Pesach until midday, or sin, you can perform work. In a place where they follow the minhag, the custom not to perform work before midday, or sin, you cannot perform work before midday, um, and you can't perform work after midday on Erev Pesach. Anyway, we had this pro- this uh, prohibition, so you will not get so involved in your work that you pre- forget to remove chametz from your possession, slaughter the Pesach offering, or prepare matzah. So in some places, this custom was extended to the whole day. So again, so wherever you are, it depends on that. One who moves from place to place, 
As in, so you move from one place where they follow the custom in one place to another place where they follow a different custom. We're going to now discuss what happens when you move, you know, temporarily to another city in Erev Pesach. Ha'olech mimakom she'osim. If one travels from a place where they perform work before midday in Erev Pesach, lemakom she'enos into a place where they don't. Or mimakom she'enosim from a place where they don't perform work before midday in Erev Pesach, lemakom she'osim. To a place where they do, not sin alav chumre makom she asam isham. We impose upon this person the stringencies of the place for where they left. Chumre makom she alach lasham, and the stringencies of the place to where they went. So, as a result, in both cases, they cannot perform work before midday, because in the first place where they travel from a place where they perform work to a place where they don't perform work, they've got to perform the local custom of where they are. In the second place where they went from a place where they do not perform work to a place where they do, they've still got to stick with their home place customs. And this. Uh, follows the rule that a person should not deviate from the local custom because of the conflict that this might cause between them and the local people. So a person is generally bound by the customs of their hometown. Nevertheless, in order to prevent conflict, one should follow the customs of their current location as well. So where the custom is not to work, they should refrain from work because it might cause conflict. Now, in the other hand, where the custom is to work, they should still observe their hometown custom not to work. This won't cause machloquets because the people in this current location will simply assume that they have no work. So they're like, hey man, why are you not working? They'll be like, we work in this location. Oh, you think it's too good for us? They might just think, oh, this guy's actually not going to work. Good for him. He can crack on with Pesach preparation. Have a great day.